The Detroit Tigers are all officially in camp. Spring training starts Friday, and Locked On Tigers is on YouTube. You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're here. Look at these shades, man. Oh, these are crispy. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Emphasis on wherever, because today is our YouTube debut. If you're listening how you've always listened, audio only, more power to you. You, you can listen however you so please. That's why we're available. On all platforms. But if you would like to see this ugly mug talk to you about eye contact's important in a relationship, you know? I say that with sunglasses on my face. Eye contact's important. Any good relationship, solid eye contact, you know? And we, we have a relationship, you and I. We do. We 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 got a bond, okay? And now we can we we can talk face to face ish. It's nice, man. It's for real. I'm, I'm super pumped about it. It's awesome. Look at these shades, man. Oh, I I just these are brand new, like brand new, brand new. Uh, like two days ago, new. They're so crispy. These these are easily the iciest sunglasses I've ever had on my face. You can probably see myself in the reflection through them look at that uh so we're here we're we're loud and proud baby we're here we're on the tube so go check it out go check it out locked on tigers on the youtube no big deal not no big deal but we're here baby i'm super pumped about it the tigers super pumped about the tigers too baby because what why wouldn't we be we're also here I can't wait. Baseball is back. Everybody that is supposed to be in camp is in camp. And I know that's not like groundbreaking news or anything. You're like, yeah, no kidding. I don't care, man. I like it's it. We a week ago we didn't have this sport. The sport didn't exist a week ago, dog. Like I, I'm just, I'm just pumped. Like just hearing that, hearing AJ Hinge say, yeah, everybody that's supposed to be here is here. Everyone that's got an invite is here. Music to my ears. I, I'm I'm so I'm just so thankful that baseball is back, man. I also I talk with my hands a ton. I'm very like enthusiastic. That's not the right word. I, I'm just I, I'm a dramatic person, as as most of you who uh, who either know me or follow me uh, I have I know very well. I'm a very very dramatic human being. So you get to see all the these little like aneurysms and stuff I do with my hands. And I just hugged myself there and like, yeah, you know, we're on the YouTube. No big deal. We're on the tube. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the news and notes so far in Tiger's camp. We're also going to be talking about the starting pitching five situation because that is easily the biggest story within the Detroit Tigers organization at the moment. And then we're going to be wrapping up our series on uh, fall, 
falling on figuring out where the Tigers fall in each of the different facets of the game. We've talked about all of them. Now it's time for the overall. Where do I think uh, what well, basically what I think uh, after game 162, the AL Central standings will look like barring drastic change, injury within any team, anything like that. So that's our show today. Let's get right into it. Why not? We've already been wasting a ton of time talking about how cool my freaking sunglasses are. Damn it. Let's just talk about baseball. All right. For starters, I think one of the most impressive stories out of camp so far is Bo Brisky. Uh, he has only impressed so far. He's facing major league hitters now, right? And, and he continues to impress and continues to to be one of the, the bright spots so far. Again, early on and it's spring. And I'm not saying he's, you know, ready to to dominate major league rosters or anything crazy like that. But it's just nice to hear, man. His his story, Bo's story is is so wild and, and it's so cool. Like a year ago, did you know who Bo Brisky was? I would imagine a majority of you would say no. Uh, in March of last year, if you knew who he was. He, he was really a, an, an afterthought within the, the prospects pool of this organization. Just completely overlooked. Maybe afterthoughts too like directly insulting, I guess, honestly, because that, that's not my intent. Uh, my, my point is just he's someone that's been overlooked so often and has has last year balled out and, and won Detroit Tigers minor league pitcher of the year, as I've talked about before. He was on the show, if, you, if you've been listening for a solid amount of time now, at the end of the last summer. We, we had Bo on the show. It was awesome. Great guy. Gave us some great insight on, uh, on what he's working on, all that kind of good stuff. The organization itself, you, it's, the interview's still up. You can go check it out. Um, but it's, it's, it's just awesome to see him continue to push like that and continue to, you know, now he's ranked in the, in the Tigers' top 30 prospect rankings. No matter where you get him from, he's going to be there. He's not going to be, you know, top 10 or nothing, but, but now he's in the, the high mid-20s. He's in those top 30s. And, and he continues to raise his stock and continues to impress and continues to make improvements. And this is just another step in that. And granted, again, it is camp. It is spring camp. We're not even in games yet. But I'm pumped to see him in games. Let me tell you, I'm super pumped to see him in spring training games. And it's, again, it's 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 not going to be somewhere, oh, you know, if he does well in spring, he's going to make the team out of camp or anything like that because that's not going to happen. He's not going to be the, you know, the Tigers' fifth starter or anything like that. But there is a reality. We saw it last year. This is going to be brought up again in segment number two. But there is a very real chance that we need to call in a bunch of reinforcements from the minors for starting pitching help. Look at last year, man. I tweeted this out too, but last year, there was a point where Tyler Alexander was our only healthy non-innings restricted starting pitcher on this entire roster that happened and then there was a reality where Willie Peralta and Tyler Alexander were the only two and they both stepped up and had pretty darn good seasons as as starters both of them did all the credit in the world but you're you're not going to make any playoff push 
even with the expanded postseason, with, with two starters, two guys that that would not be starting pitchers on most other teams as well. You you need you you need some help, but we'll we'll get into that in segment number two. My point is with Bo, there is a very real possibility that if he does well at the start of this season, right, works his way up a little bit more, finds himself in Toledo, has a few good starts in Toledo. Matt Manning then goes on his innings limit. Maybe there's a a, a short term injury where where one of the starters lands on the ten day. Just just for the 10 days, but he's on the 10 day. We don't sign another starter, so Tyler Alexander isn't available to come in and spot start. And we look around and go, okay, well, we need to look in, in Toledo for some help. I, I'm just saying, there's a real possibility that Bo could get some playing time at the major league level this year. And again, not saying he's going to make the team out of camp because he won't. Not saying he's going to be this a ball every fifth day starter. Because he won't be this year. But there's a reality we're in the dog days of late July, August, maybe even September. If, if, if some things maybe don't go our way, he, he could get a spot starter too. And that makes him someone to keep an eye on as he continues to grow and and overcome this, this just random, like nobody really gives him the time of day. It's cool to see, man. I'm a big fan of Bro Brisky. Uh, Javi Baez content. More news out of camp. Love it. Eating it all up. He's just so icy, man. He's just... No one's cooler than Javi Baez, man. Nobody's cooler. Just iced out. Everything he does is just so smooth. My goodness. It's going to be very refreshing to have him at shortstop versus what we've had over the last five years. It's going to be very refreshing. Defensively especially. It's going to be real, real nice. Uh, so it's just cool just to see content of his. I, I know that it's all kind of a gimmick and everything, just tweeting out videos of camp and stuff, just to get people pumped. But it's doing a great job here. Um, I, and every time I see it, I, I get excited. Him and Candy seem to be hitting it off already really uh, early on. I love it. Miggy's a content factory, as he has been for, for the last 15 years. Uh, <laughs> I love that, man. It's gonna be a lot different when he leaves after next season, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird not having him around for real. That's 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 a conversation for a different day. But it's it's cool to see Miggy being Miggy, man. And uh, yeah, again, like like I said, really the only other thing is just Hinch's comments where we talked about him at the beginning of the segment, but where he said, "Look, everybody that's here is supposed to be here." Music to my ears, beautiful. I, I can play that on, on repeat all day. But he also said, we're, we're not done adding. Paraphrasing. But he basically said, we're still looking from the outside to bring in more people. That's awesome. And we'll get into why that's awesome. Because it needs to happen. Especially for the SP5 situation. But first, I got to tell y'all about Mission Possible. Are you ready to discover your purpose and leave an impact wherever you go? Mission Possible. Possible, written and read by New York Times bestselling author and athlete Tim Tebow, encourages you to find your passion, pursue your purpose, and create a life for yourself that counts. Ignite a new spark in your life through this inspirational listen. 
Mission Possible by Tim Tebow is available wherever audiobooks are sold. All right, everybody. We are back for segment two of Locked On Tigers. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. Check out Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby. Great dude. Knows his stuff. He's a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Just like us, we're also free and available wherever you get your podcast because we're on YouTube, baby. I'm so pumped about it, if you can't tell. Very, very excited at the moment. So, let's get right into starting pitching situation, man. Tyler Alexander, season ended today, right? Season ended, goodness. If season started today, that's what I meant. Season started today. Let's let's just crank out the, the starting rotation, right? Let's knock it out. Erod's got to be your ace. Two, Mize. Three, Scooble. Four, Manning. Five, Tyler Alexander. Tyler Alexander is your fifth starter as of Wednesday, March 16th. All right? It's easily the most controversial and talked about topic within the entire organization at the moment. What to do with the fifth starter position. Tyler Alexander last season was fine. He, he was solid as a fifth starter at, or as a starter, I should say, because he was all over the place with injuries and everything. Wasn't necessarily SP5, but he was definitely an SP. He, he was he was fine. He was really solid. Really solid. He was more than fine. He, he, he really excelled in that role because he's really good at that role. He had a two-war, B-war. I don't really like starting pitching war, full disclosure. Uh, I, I, I think war is, is I, I, I like it a lot with position players. Not a huge fan of it with starting pitchers. Uh, I think it's pretty flawed when it comes to, to starters. So, whatever. He had a 2B war. If you like that stat, there you go. It was 2. ERA, 381. He appeared in 41 games, started in 15 of them. He had a 381 ERA, 106 innings pitched, 87 Ks, a 126 whip. All right. A 126 whip for a 381 ERA, that's probably about right. Maybe a little bit higher than you would ideally like, but that's that's about spot on, sure. Uh, for, for the amount of base runners you're you're allowing for the runs you're giving up. I think I just hit my chin on my mic there, and now you can see it. I can't hide that anymore. You you can just see me just ram it. Oh, dude, I'm going to hit my – I have such a huge nose. I'm going to hit my nose all over this thing, guaranteed. So, the this actually – I don't even know where I want to go with this. <laughs> Tyler Alexander's really interesting. I, I think, again, he excels greatly in this role. When you look at what he was able to do as a starter versus out of the pen, it's actually kind of fascinating. And because he, again, really did excel as a starter. He had a 3-3-8 ERA, went 1-3, but pitching wins don't matter. And pitching losses don't matter. 3-3-8 ERA in his 15 games started. A 1-2-1-5 whip, a 7K per nine. Uh, 66.2 innings pitched. 
for 15 games started, 66.2 innings pitched is low. That is a low number, especially when you're talking about a dude that, as it stands right now, would be your every fifth day he's getting the ball fifth starter. You, you need that number to be higher. You need people to eat innings. You cannot just burn through your entire bullpen every five days. And I know that we were able to mix and mash our way through it last season, uh, but that did not come at with without some expenses to be paid. Jose Cisnero, pretty brutal down the stretch because he appeared in like more games than anyone ever. <laughs> I mean, his, his appearances, again, by the end of the year, he, he you could tell there – the fastball didn't have the life on it. Kyle Funkhauser, same thing. Went through some some ups and downs last year. Went through a lot of ups. The downs really came at the end of the season. The, it's You can't do it. You, you need somebody who's going to go out there. Tyler Alexander, I mean, if you watched last season, you remember. He, he was the king of going five innings. They even had a joke within the clubhouse. They literally joked about it. AJ Hinch said, like, yeah, I give him crap all the time because I told him a real starter, real starters go six. And he can't go six. He gets pulled after five every single time. Cause his pitch count is at 90 through four and a third. So he had a 3380 ERA as a starter. He had a 1215 whip. Not bad. On either of them. You would gladly take that if he was going six. But he, he threw 66 innings and 15 innings pitch, dog. You, you got to give me, you got to give me a little bit more than that. My, my message here is not to slander Tyler Alexander. It's the opposite. I think that in the role he was put into last year, he is incredible at it. He is very, very good as a lefty specialist, long reliever that can give you spot starts when you need it because you're going to need it. No team in 2022 is only going to have five dudes pitch for them all or start for them all year. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. No, no, you're not going to find five dudes on a team that are, that are all going to stay completely healthy and give you 33 starts. It's, it's impossible. You need that depth. You need someone that, that can be in the bullpen all year and then come out of the pen and give you a spot start. And Tyler Alexander is that dude. He is him. Let him cook. Let him excel at this role because I think he is damn good at it. But if you give him SP5, you're giving him way more than he can chew, man. I, this is supposed to be the year that we're taking a big step forward and we're competing. Dare I say with the expanded postseason, we're, we should be aiming for a playoff spot. That should be the goal. Should be to make the postseason. And you're going into to spring training game starting three days and we're going into game one of spring where our, our, our fifth starter right now has never been an everyday starter on opening day before. Or for a, and lasted a full season. You got to bring somebody else in, dog. You got to. 
So what's out there? Well, we, we know we have the, uh, the Oakland A's. They're selling everything. Montas and Manaya. Um, Manaya. Jeez, I just said that completely wrong. Montas and Manaya. Um, th- those are going to cost you probably a pretty penny, right? And Alavila, I'm not sure, has really proven that he not proven that that's that's too scary of a word he hasn't shown that he's willing to part ways with highly regarded prospects and i'm not saying that those dudes are going to cost you you know dingler um mice mice geez he's not a prospect anymore dingler torkelson green any of those guys i'm not saying the price is going to be that high but it's probably going to cost you a top 10 prospect in your organization and then another one right even for one of those guys happening with my hair right now you guys can see that now there's nowhere for me to hide anymore dog um so i i don't know it just kind of scares me like a vila going into a trade just scares me i'm not sure i'm really about it for names that are that big uh when you look at the reds castillo's also on the block the reason that that one's a little bit more intriguing to me is because the reds have in my opinion, lost all of their trades. They're selling off people, and I'm not sure any of them really makes sense. I guess the Sonny Gray one is 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 not terrible, but it's like an 18-year-old flyer. Like he was a first-round pick last year. He's 18. Taking a flyer? I mean, he was a first-round pick. Maybe flyer's a little insulting, but, you know, anything can happen with a, with a high school arm. We talk about it with Job all the time. Just seems a little bit weird value to me. And then the Winker one, they just straight up got fleeced. That's, I mean, that's pretty objective in my eyes. They just lost that trade. They they could have gotten, in my opinion, immensely more uh, if if they made public that Jesse Winker was on the market. So maybe just give give the Reds a call. You know, let's just see what what Castillo is all about because uh, they they seem to be giving people away for nothing. Now there seems to be reports that they want to hold on to Castillo. That's probably just a negotiation tactic by somebody within the org to be like, hey, let's just not make it seem like we're just giving people away for free, even though we are. Uh, they literally looked at the new anti-tanking stuff. They looked at the lottery and went, we don't, we don't care. We simply do not care. We're going to do it anyway. Watch us. So those are intriguing. I think for me, the most intriguing ones come in the free agency market. There's one name in particular we'll get to in a sec, but I mean, Grinky's out there. He doesn't throw 98 anymore. So what? He can give you innings. He's still a, a damn productive pitcher at 38. Just why not? Why not? I wouldn't mind Grinky at all. I mean, that, that would honestly move Manning down to five for sure. I don't know where Grinky would fall exactly within Mize and Scooble, but Manning would definitely be starting pitcher five then. It would be a lot easier to put innings limits on him as the fifth starter. Uh, and then again, when, man, like it just makes too much sense for Tyler Alexander to continue to do what he did last year. It is the perfect role that every competitive team needs and he fulfills it so beautifully. It just does not make sense to get rid of that. It doesn't make sense to just shoo away a, a guy who can give you 15 starts at a sub-4 ERA but also be effective out of the bullpen 
and have like a sub 600 OPS for against lefties or you get what I'm saying. Lefties have a sub 600 OPS facing him. It does not make sense to just not have that in your bullpen and in your arsenal. If you need to give someone a day off, please bring someone else in. So you have, I mean, you could reunite with Drew Smiley if you really wanted to. The guy that's most intriguing to me, though, is Michael Pineda. Uh, Pineda last season had a 3.62 ERA in 21 starts, just under 110 innings, uh, a 1.235 whip. 1.235. Wow, almost in order there. Uh, 7.2K per nine. This is, and that's almost a career low for him. The last five years, before 2021, his K per nine was 8.4, 8.6, And that's almost his entire career up to this point. He's only 33 for a short term one year. Hey, just come. You get the ball every fifth day. Let's see what happens. 3.62 ERA last year, 3.38 in five starts in the ridiculous 2020 season. A 401 ERA in 2019 with a 1 1 whip and a, again a higher K per nine. I mean, this is, he's dominated us as we know. This just seems to, to make a lot of sense and he wouldn't be a super expensive option. You could get him for a year on, on a r- relatively short, risk free deal. If he doesn't work out, guess what? You have Tyler Alexander. It's good to have options, people. It's good to have options. Uh, so I think that would be my number one choice right now uh, on the free agent market, at least. I mean, if we could snack Castillo for a bag of chips, that would be awesome, obviously. But I, I, I think Pineda would be my go-to option on the free agent market. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, there's a lot of possibilities still. And to me, there is just no reason, even if you think, th- there's a re- rebuttal for everything. Even if you think, oh, I strongly believe Tyler Alexander can be the fifth starting pitcher on this team every fifth, every five days. Great. Okay. That's your opinion. That awesome. Okay. Last year, there was a point where we had one non-innings restricted starter on the roster. You need depth. It's not gonna happen. You're not gonna have only five dudes. Take the bump in the first inning every day all year. It's impossible. So even if you're a big Tyler Alexander fan, for, or, or a fan of him being the fifth starter, I should say, because I am a fan of him in his current role, you still should bring somebody else in. Even, even let's just pray even more pretend and just think the impossible. Even if, okay, uh, all, all five guys stay completely healthy. Erod, Mize, Manning, Scooble, Tyler Alexander all stay completely healthy all year. Did we not see last year when Mize and Scooble got innings restrictions? Matt Manning is going to get innings restrictions. It's going to happen. Buckle up. It's going to happen. Whether you like it or not. Whether he's balling or not. So, this isn't even a discussion. And it's been a 17-minute long discussion, but it's not even a discussion. You got to bring somebody else in, man. You have to. You absolutely have to. 
You also have to go to rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the purse behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store car dealership. Just does not make sense. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even a new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box scenario that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, everybody, we are back for our third and final segment here at Locked On Tigers. Uh, let's, let's get into our final segment, the fun one. Where do I think, what do I think after game 162 the AL Central will look like? We can get the easy ones out of the way first, right? White Sox, you're going to, until proven otherwise, the White Sox own this division. They do. Whether you like it or not, it's reality. They got a crazy bullpen. They got a great offense. They got a great rotation. They're, they're going to be at the top until dethroned, right? There's even rumors that they're still in the mix for some starters. That They're only going to get better, all right? So the White Sox are at the top. The Royals are at five. That's pretty comfortable. Even more confident in it now that the Twins uh, are apparently buying and like think that they lost 90 last year and went, yeah, this is a good sign. Let's let's run it up. Let's run it back uh, and, and buy this offseason and, and see what we can do. No clue where that came from, but we'll get into that in a sec. So the Royals are at five. The White Sox are at one. The rest, uh, ha- have at it. <laughs> whatever you think, we'll go with. Yeah, whatever whatever you think it is, I agree with it. I'll, I'll, I'll just sign it and say, yeah, this is right. Whatever you do. See, I just hit my mic again, man. I can't hide from that stuff anymore. What? Seriously, I, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a bleep show from two, three, and four. Uh, ideally, the Tigers finish two, but but then even if you like, okay, so you have the Twins, who have still a really respectable offense, especially if everyone can stay healthy, which was a huge problem for them last year. If everyone can stay healthy, that that is still a lethal offense, and a, a solid defense for whoever is going to be on the bump for them. Not going to be too many good people. They got Sonny Gray. I'm still a Dylan Bundy believer, right? I I still think he can be a dog, and and I think with uh with, with the right coaching and analytics team that that they Dylan Bundy could still be a really productive pitcher at this level. Outside of those two, I mean, what are we doing? It's it's bleak. So like you you have good offense with really weak pitching, and then you have the Guardians, who are 
really bleak and and shallow and 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 not great looking offense. Arguably the worst in the division. Arguably one of the worst, honestly, in baseball for teams that are like trying to compete. And then you have just a pitching factory. I mean, they crank out dudes that you've never heard of that are just going to give them six innings pitched, five Ks, one walk, three hits, a quality start, and a dub like it's nothing. Like they laugh at everybody and they go, what? You guys don't just have 19 people? They could legitimately have a nine-person rotation if they wanted to. And it would be like, oh, yeah, that's that's fair. All, all nine of those guys are starting pitchers at the major league level. It's unreal. So you have the opposite worlds of those two, and then you have the Tigers just, like, squeezing their way in the middle of, like, hey, we kind of overperformed last year. We added some pieces on offense. Well, there's still some holes. Our starting pitching, we added a, a big piece on, on the starting pitching rotation, but we're still really young and don't, again, really have a fifth starter at the moment. We're just kind of, yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of evened out across everything. Not OP in everything, not bad in anything. Bullpen took some big steps forward. So even if we do have the Tigers at two, uh, you're still going to, it's going to be really difficult for me in the present moment. I, I guess if I, man, I, 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 what it comes down to really is I hate counting Cleveland out of it because I know their pitching is so good that they'll win 70 games, one to nothing. Uh, and, and Jay Ram will have the RBI every, every game. Like, I, I know that that is possible. I know it's reality. I know it's probably going to happen. And I, I, I just refuse to, to put them forth because of how good their pitching is. I refuse to do it. And the Twins were a comfortable four 48 hours ago. That's out the window. They might still finish fourth, but it's not like a confident, oh, yeah, they're guaranteed finishing fourth. I mean, they could win. They could win 80 games. And then we have us, the unproven up-and-comers that it's pretty much impossible to pinpoint what we could be. We, The Detroit Tigers could go 70 and 92 and it wouldn't surprise me, and they could win 88 and it wouldn't really surprise me. Uh, 88 might surprise me. They could win 85 and it wouldn't surprise me. How about that? And anything in between. So I guess if... if I'm just going to mix my bias in with it. Sure, it's a biased take. Okay, we got that out of the way. No one can make fun of me for it now. We're going to go White Sox, Tigers, Guardians, Twins, Royals. Guardians pitching is going to prevail. Twins, all their best players are injury prone. And pitching at the end of the day matters too much. Royals are five. White Sox are one. And the Tigers take another huge step forward and mess around and win 84 three to 85 games guardians, maybe 82, give or take two twins, high seventies, maybe flirt with five hundo Royals, low seventies, white Sox, probably low nineties. 
for as much as I say it's the White Sox division, I I still don't respect them as like an a hundred win team or anything like that. I I still think they're like they're still the White Sox. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm gonna do. It my bias admittedly mixed in there. There you have it: White Sox, Tigers, Guardians, Twins, Royals. That's actually not what I wrote down either. I just changed that on the fly because I refuse to. I'm not going to be the person that goes into the season like, oh yeah, the Guardians, they're gonna, they're gonna suck this year. Cleveland's gonna suck, and then have them shut us out 19 times. Not gonna be me. I'm not gonna be that guy anymore. I refuse. Happened way too many times. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. And that officially ends our first ever YouTube show, baby. Thanks for the ride. Thanks, thanks for coming. I'm, uh, I'm super pumped about it, man. And it's great timing. Right as we head into the to the regular seat, well, spring training, but right as baseball starts back up again, lots on Tigers on YouTube. Bada bing, bada boom. Bing, boom, pow. All right. We will catch you all tomorrow. More updates, more talk, hopefully a move to talk about. Uh, and then Friday, maybe we preview a spring training game? I don't know. We'll see what happens, but we will be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. You know the drill. Peace and love going to therapy's dope. Catch you on tomorrow, baby. Go Tigers.